Good morning and welcome to another episode of Real World Talks with Lourdes and Natalie. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. On today's episode, we have Benjamin Collins, who is the Director of Human Resources for Boucher Brothers. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. Thank you thank so you much for having me on. No, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time. Um, so Benjamin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to become the Director of Human Resources at Boucher Brothers? Uh, so yeah, absolutely. I started in the hospitality industry about 15 years ago, um, washing dishes and working my way up in the, in the, in the restaurant industry. And from there, I, I, I had a lot of uh, great opportunities to grow as, as I proved myself and worked very hard. So went from you know a dishwasher to a busser to a runner to a server to a bartender to bar manager. Then I was given opportunities to uh, to direct operations for uh, a Michelin-rated restaurant group out of New York City, and from there we opened that in the Four Seasons in Brickell, uh, and that's where kind of my career went off. You know, still in the restaurant industry. Um, I went on to direct operations for another Japanese hospitality group with 10 different restaurants in it. And then I came over to Boucher Brothers and started with them as a director of food and beverage uh, for two years with the company. And after a second year with them, um, and this is one of the key things about Boucher, which is amazing, is their ability to identify, you know, traits in people and, and give them different opportunities. And from there, they, they asked me if I was interested in human resources. I said, yes. I got my certifications, uh, studied hard, worked hard, and became the director of human resources. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, if you could describe in three words what working for Bruchet Brothers is like, what would they be and why? So um, I would say that innovative. It's an incredibly innovative company that is always thinking outside the box, always thinking about new things, how to bring different things to the table. Uh, and it's something that's also embedded in, in our culture. And that would be the second word I use is culture. Um, we, you know, take a very hard approach to it and throw a lot of resources towards it to assure that culture is 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 uh, very very strong in our company. You know, we have a saying that it's better to have no culture than to have fake culture. Um, it's a culture of family, of hard work, of dedication, of character. And then the third the third word I would use is uh, growth opportunities. This is really an incredible company that removes a lot of the red tape that you normally would see and provides opportunities to people. 95% of our executive team was promoted from within and 80% of our management team was promoted from within. So it's, it's growth is definitely one of them. Awesome. Those are three great words. So as the director of human resources, um, have you found, or are there any misconceptions about the human resources department in general? I know often it's compared to a principal's office, do you have any other misconceptions and how you'd like to debunk them? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think the principal's office is a great, a great uh, example of, you know, the misconception. I think also the idea that, you know, they're there to just, you know, HR is there to throw the birthday parties, you know, it, it, not at all. And I think that a big part of it has to do with the company 
changing the view of that by showing that really what they are is a resource to humans, right? To, 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 to show to their employees that they are there for them, that they're there for, you know, the operational standpoint of uh, taking care of employees, being there for them, et cetera. But also, you know, HR has really developed over the years and is a key integral part of any of any organization um, from a logistics standpoint, from a planning standpoint, from a structural standpoint, working hand in hand with the CFO, the COO, the CEO. Um, you know, it, it's it's really developed a lot. And I think that the, the approach to debunking that is by proving to those in your company, you know, that you are not the regular HR department and that, you know, you're, you're doing things differently and that you've evolved as a department. I agree um, with that statement. And that actually is kind of a transition into my next question. So, um, what advice or how would you direct someone to transition into a career in human resources without any previous experience? I know you were talking a little bit about your background and what led you to a career in HR. So what advice would you give a student who would want to make that leap or that transition? And are there any sort of certifications or degrees that you would recommend that they also take as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I, what, I, what I would do is, is I would try to find out as much as you can about HR, understanding what it takes, you know, payroll, uh, human, you know, capital management, uh, you know, different problem resolution, uh, logistics, organization. So really understanding all of the different aspects of HR, making sure that it's something that fits you, uh, that you're, you know, there's a lot of analytics in it, a lot of uh, you, some somewhat math and finance involved in it. And once you see that it's, you know, a field that you're really interested in, you know, even maybe picking up a phone and, and calling me, for example, and asking if you want to shadow an HR director for a couple of days to see if, you know, you want to get some real life experience out of it um, just before you make a drastic decision like that. But once you've made that decision, there's two governing bodies. There's a SHRM and HRCI, and you can get certifications in either one. You can start in a junior program or, or, or mid-level program or senior program. Um, and I'm pretty sure that you can also do that through your degree at FIU. So, um, you know, once you do, I would suggest getting that HR degree and then even going for a master's degree. And I, I know FIU has a great program. Our uh, hum, uh, chief human resource officer actually graduated from FIU with his master's in HR. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that tidbit and what great advice. Um, so a lot of our audience members are um, looking for um, opportunities. So why should someone choose a career with your company versus another hospitality company with a similar um, concept? Right, absolutely. You know, I, one thing that, that's really interesting about Boucher Brothers is that we manage over 125 different hotels and public beaches. So when you work for Boucher Brothers, you get an opportunity to see the way different hotels, different management groups operate, their cultures, their, um, their you know, operational standards, their procedures, etc. So you're exposed to so many different ways of doing the same thing, which is hospitality. That that right there to me for anyone in the hospitality industry is an awesome you know uh, plus because 
you want to be able to expose yourself to as much as possible as you grow your career too. Like I said before, we remove the red tape completely when it comes to our approach to development and growth. Um, the opportunities in this company for growth and development, if you prove yourself and if you show the right character are 100% there. We never hold anyone back. Three, this is a company that was founded by four brothers over 30 years ago that, um, you know, I always like to say that it, we, we are a large organization with a family feel to it. You know, the, the culture that the brothers have instilled into this business of taking care of one of another, of, of being there for each other, of, um, you know, having that feel to it is unlike any other company I've ever worked in. The ownership is an incredible ownership group. And, you know, there's nobody else that is better to work for than these four brothers. Awesome. I love it. So as someone who's been in the industry for a good amount of time, what are the most important lessons you've learned in the industry and in life in general that you can share with us? Sure. You know, I, I, I think the, the one of the most important lessons I've learned in life and, and had to go through a lot of trial and tribulations to get there is, is, you know, understanding that whatever you want in life and whatever you're striving for, it all depends on you and nobody else. Whatever you want, it's all about if you're going to determine, if you're going to have the self-determination, the self-discipline to give yourself and this world that we live in a hundred percent and never stopping until you get there to think every day, what am I doing differently? How am I thinking outside the box? What am I learning today? How am I growing myself today? You know, and, and if you learn that and you realize really that it's all in your hands and that there's nothing holding you back. You can go as far as you want. Um, that to me is the most important lesson I've learned. And the thing I love about the hospitality industry is that <clears throat> it's one of the only industries where you can really do that from the ground up. And, and as long as you put in the hard work and you do what you need to do, the, 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 uh, the opportunities in the hospitality industry are just endless. You know, they're just amazing. So that, that would be my advice. Decide what you want, pivot if you change your mind on it and, and go 100% into it and don't stop until you get what you want and you're proud of yourself. I agree. I love it. I love that advice in terms of motivating and just continuing on until you reach your end goals. Absolutely. So with that being said, um, how would you keep your team or how do you keep your team motivated despite conflicts and any obstacles that um, they may encounter? You know, it, it, every obstacle is, is, is a challenge and every obstacle, there's a way of getting around it and, and, and knocking it down. You know, one is, is providing the right amount of support, always being there and always, always you know, every single person that works with me or for me, you know, knows that they can call me and whatever we're going to do, we're going to figure it out together, you know, and, and that's the first thing. That's first priority. Let's figure out what the problem is and then we can figure out how to, how to make sure it doesn't happen again in the future. So having that accessibility with my team and everyone in the company, you know, is something that to me is very important. Anyone can call me at any time and we're going to figure out whatever the issue is. As far as motivation, you know, I think it's about giving recognition when it's deserved and, and, and for employees to always know where you stand, where they stand with you, um, not to be overly, you know, uh, 
complementary, but to do it when it's the right timing and 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 to and to make sure that they everybody knows that you see what they're doing and that you know a little bit about each person so that you can have a conversation with them and make it personal. You know, that that would be my approach. Perfect. No, I agree. And um, typically on our podcast, we also like to ask a few questions to get to know our guests a little bit more on a personal level. So um, what would you say right now is your favorite um, song or musical artist and or movie or actually all three? So what is your favorite song right now? Who's your favorite musical artist and what's your favorite movie? Okay, so my, my favorite song right now would be By Dirt by Jordan Davis. I spent four years in Texas, so I like uh, I like country music. Oh, um, I, I still live in Texas too, so awesome. Okay. There you go. Uh, favorite, favorite movie? Arrival. It's a... Uh, it's a movie about it's a movie about extraterrestrials coming to Earth, but the the interesting part of it is the whole thing is based on a linguistics professor who learns how to communicate with them, and there's a little bit of a time uh, uh, concept to it as well. So it's a, a very good movie. The movie is called Arrival. Awesome. Where can where can we watch that movie? Is it like on Netflix or is Amazon, it Amazon? I think yeah. Amazon. Okay. Cool. We'll make sure to put that on my list. <laughs> there you go. And what was the third question? The third question was your favorite musical artist. Um, my favorite musical artist. That's a good question. That's a hard question. Uh, if I had to say my favorite musical artist, I would say, and I know this sounds kind of odd, but I would say Eminem. I think he's a, he's really talented and I just love his lyrical style. Not at at all. You definitely have good taste in music. <laughs> so, um, Benjamin, another personal question. Um, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for and why? What I, one of the things I would wish for is that, you know, my son grows to, to fulfill the destiny that he, he, he has on this earth. That would be my first one. My, my second one um, would be that, you know, we, we find a balance to earth in all of the craziness that's happening right now, that things calm down, that things balance out and, and that everybody comes to peace and, and calm and, and, you know, a symbiotic relationship between everyone. Um, and my third one, you know, would be that everyone, you know, remembers what's important to them understands that everything is in their hands and that at the end of the day it's whatever you do and you know you have the power to do whatever you want no matter where you came from no matter what you've done and no matter you know what challenges are in your way awesome and one last question what makes you feel inspired or feel like your best self good question what makes me feel inspired what 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 makes me feel inspired is <clears throat> realizing that it's limitless and that you know there's there's always something else to accomplish and that there's always another you know goal to hit you know keeps me motivated and keeps me pushing on always not that i'm not happy with what i have because you have to have that but also realizing that if you want to push more you can get more 
you know, that would be one. And then knowing I'm my best self would be, you know, knocking workout every day, seven days a week, <laughs> um, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm on top of everything that I need to be on top of, both on a personal level as well as a professional level, and always being one step ahead of the game, whether it's with my boss or whether it's with my personal life, always being a step ahead. Awesome. What a wonderful way to end the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us and our audience. And this concludes the end of Real World Talk podcast. Everyone, please check us out next week for another episode. Thank you again, Benjamin. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, guys.